It's the sound of my fuck throat. Nah, no way. I don't think so. I am recording now. I'm I am recording now also. Cameron is recording now also. Wowie zowie, look at him go. Wowie badowie. Wowie dan badan. Shibbity wop up a doobop a wooboo. Bow to bow, badang badang, diggy diggy diggy, set the boogie set up, jump the boogie to the hip hop, hippy to the hippy to the hip hip hop. You can't stop a rocking to the bang bang boogie set up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie the beat. Is that your question? Yes, it is. Okay, well, that's I'm so glad that you um, enlightened us with that. That's that's good. I'm glad that my tactful response has saved the nation, a nation in crisis. It has not. I think you're wrong, and I'm going to tell you to go shit on the floor, but even more. Then what? Then not shitting on the floor. So I choose not to then. Well, no, because you can't. Well, I, I, I choose. That's not how this works. Not to. This is like a slavery situation. Okay, why does it have to be a slavery situation? I don't think that's a very um, healthy, isn't it? Thing. I, I think we agreed on a long time ago. I don't that know. The slavery. I've heard a lot is, of Southerners. Uh, I've heard a lot of neo Confederates say otherwise, and you know, I'm coming Who are around. You hanging out with. <laughs> I'm coming around. <laughs> The idea of being convinced that slavery is a good thing, like, right now, is very funny. I, I came around to it after I talked to all of those nice people with the flags. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they made some really good points about how... Yeah, Martha Lynn and Jerry and, Lynn, both, you know, they let me... And I went to Stone Mountain, you know, that great place. Uh-huh of accurate Southern history and uh, they won me over. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. They got me. I didn't think they would, but they got me. Makes it sound like they shot me. Oh, they got me. I mean, if I'd rather die than, you know, take up the lost cause. (laughs) Uh, Excuse me, but the Southern was, they had uh, uh, reasons that were uh, good for black people. Yeah, but the North had Big Dick Flopathon. Ah, shit, you're right. All right. Did the South have that? No. All right, I guess I'm against slavery now. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm an abolitionist. Aaron, that's how John Brown used to recruit people before Harper's Ferry. Hell yeah. Have you ever seen anything this big? <laughs> you should see my conviction to end sl- to abolish slavery. All right, let's go. Fuck yeah, John Brown. Our good, the good Lord Bird. I have not seen that yet. Me neither, but I do like Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke, more like Ethan. Ethan Falcon. Fuck you. No. Oh, okay. All right, Aaron. Hey, uh, we actually you know, get to this? You know, Cameron, I've got a question for you. Um, all right, go ahead with your question. I, so I, I have this problem, and I, I don't want to see a doctor about it because I feel like there's a missing part of my DNA, like a puzzle piece, you know, that's just not there. And okay. it really makes me want to just be very disabled until I drink blood. Is that, is that something? Um, 
I think if this were not real life, then yes. Mm. Well, that's too bad because it turns out that it's a very dangerous diagnosis of the theme song. That was I, fucking I was awful. Waiting, that was so I, bad. I, I was waiting for the scoopity boop. The it's a theme song. Scoopity bop. Not less BS, but more BS. That's right. It's a more BS. Less BS. More it's BS. More BS. What if I gave what you will more you BS? Do? I'll give you less BS. Do do do. do There's do, not do, many do, things do, that do, rhyme do, with more BS. Skibbity boo, morbidity, borbidity. Hello and welcome to the catastrophe. That was way too hot. Hold on. Morbidity, borbidity. Yeah, morbidity, borbidity. Hello and welcome to the catastrophe section. My name is Aaron, and with me, as always, is Cameron. Camburger. That's right. Camburger helper. No, it's Cam. Camburger helper has shown up. He's here. It's the big gloves best friend. That's not what I am you're, or who I am. You're the big gloves best friend. You're ha- no, Camburger I'm, helper. That's your name. Helper's the last name. We have the same last name. We're related. I don't think that's true. I think you're lying to me because you're a big glove. Have, you're a big glove I who have. makes macaroni and meat. That's the only thing I make? Yeah, you're a big glove. That makes macaroni and meat together. But we grew up in the same house. Yeah. You've seen me make other things. No, I haven't. No, that's a lie. But what if I remember it differently? Well, then you're gaslighting yourself with your memory. <laughs> Is that how gaslighting works? You know what? I'm going to say yes remember. just to get away with it. Ha <laughs> Hey, what? <laughs> hey, what movie did we watch, eh? Uh, I don't remember. I think I'm gaslighting myself into forgetting. Okay, that's how that works. That's how that word is used. <laughs> hey, we watched Morbius for some fucking reason. Well, Aaron, because it is the summer of Morbius. I mean, is it even summer still anymore? We watched this months ago, or a month ago. Uh, well, I guess it is still technically summer, because a lot of people say summer is over when Labor Day happens. So we're getting right at the tail end of summer. Sure. For Morbin time. Yeah, sure. We're only a little bit late to the party. So, Aaron, we if you it. had to describe what Morbius is about. The movie? Like, let's say that you're like a carnival person trying to, at your local Cineplex, trying to get people I'm like, here you, here you, come see yeah. this movie. What would you tell them? Well, I would say, uh, come on down to the best dang old vampire show this side of East London. Here you go. Look at the Morbius. He's here. He's Morbin. He's got teeth. He's got attitude, but he doesn't have a girlfriend. Wowie zowie. Look, it's a Morbin. Well, he he gets a girlfriend, but, he doesn't but only have after he kills. And then she dies. Not at the start. Well, he only because he kills her. <laughs> yeah, for some reason. So well, no, he doesn't kill her. No, he he does. No, no, no. Uh, what's his face kills her, and then he drinks her blood to get the power to kill him. <laughs> this movie sucks, by the way. This movie's fucking bullshit. This movie's so fucking stupid. Oh, I love hearing someone describe what's happening in this movie in like technical oh terms. It's so bad. So I mean, it it's just like um um. Before we get into the plot, sure. it just reminds me what of, plot? like, uh, the lack of one. Okay, cool. Anyway, uh, so I went and saw Jurassic World with 
our our father <laughs> yeah. this summer. Yeah. And I was like quietly cackling in my mind because you know how people pay to see dinosaurs on big budget screen for Jurassic World and that's like been going for seven movies now and hopefully is over. But you know what they don't go to see is movies about genetically engineered locusts like depleting crop production and that's what half that movie is. I don't know, it sounds <laughs> pretty fucking cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> and getting a sample from a locust to prove that they engineered it and then trying to kill them all off while, yeah, we, while we, it's eating all of the crops in the Midwest. I just, <laughs> that sounds like a big, I want that to be in the next Fast and Furious movie. We we all know that locusts are corporately sponsored. All right. Look, they've got the little, it's, it's like a NAS, it's like a NASCAR car. They got all the fucking like lo, fucking Charmin Ultra poop wiper car, you know? I would love to see a um, a NASCAR car with like a tiny bit of toilet paper flying out under the back one of its wheels. Yeah, because the car done pooped itself. Hee haw! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Can that guy explain that joke every time? <laughs> <laughs> Hee haw! As a joke is, or, or as a laugh, not as a joke. It's very fun. Hee haw! Just a quick one. Hee haw! <laughs> Do you get the joke? It's funny. Hee-haw. Hee-haw. That's right. All right. So, um... More... 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 Disability. More... Okay, so... Morbius. More like bad bias. Because the movie's bad. Do you get it? Hee-haw. Hee-haw. That's right. You're just going to tag that on from yeah, now on? Yeah, I don't know. Fuck it. I think it's fun. <laughs> I'll probably forget later, but I think it's funny now. So, you know. So this movie in the first 15 to 20 minutes has like four <sighs> different openings. Yeah. So we They're open all... in, Al... is it um, like... Costa Rica? No, I think it's like, I thought it was Chile. No, it's Costa Rica. Is it? Okay, sure. Yeah, it's Costa Rica. Okay. And then he's, uh, uh, he's le- Jared Leto, what walk crutch. Um, yeah, he's all kinds of crippled with this one guy and Very they're disabled. walking towards this cave and the driver, like the helicopter pilot is walking alongside him and says, we can't, we shouldn't be here at night. And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, bro. Cool story. And then he hands him a big wad of cash and they set up this huge, like, bar thing and then he cuts open his hand and puts it on there and all these bats come out of the cave yeah that's right because vampire bats actually totally do drink human blood right that's 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 a thing they do right that's totally totally not made up right that's totally what they do i remember that from my vampire biology class in high school yeah which you also took, right? Sure. Yep. So I no, I taught it to you. Wait, but you're younger than me. How did you teach a class that I was in? I'm just that good. I don't think you are. Pretty good. Sorry. Right. Pretty great. We interrupt this program to show you Aaron teaching sex education to young people. As a community volunteer, 
We take you inside the classroom on this hit news at nine. But now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. Teacher? Hey, kids. How's Teacher? it going? Hey, I've been, I've been told I have to do this for court reasons. Let me reiterate. This is for court reasons. Teacher? Yes. What are we learning about today? We're learning about the Boyds and the Boys. The what? The Boyds and the Bees. I don't know what that means. Well, to fucking. We're talking about doing a fuck. I don't think those are good we're words to have sex. put together. Well, what we're learning about sex. We're not doing any sex here. But we're going to be looking at it. We're going to be watching it. I'm going to be explaining it. Uh, and you're going to learn to put your, your, your gribble gravel in her Thunderdome. But, sir, that's confusing because we bought, got both girls and boys and some non-binary people here. How do we know what our... So you take what did the, you call it? Fun, the, the gribble... Yeah, yeah, the gribble gravel and you put it in the Thunderdome. How do I know if I have a Thunderdome or a gribble gravel? Everyone has a Thunderdome. Only about 49% of the population has a gribble bibble. You, you called it something else just a minute That's ago. That's fine. <laughs> I feel like you should use the same term if we're going to keep talking about it. Shut this. up. You know what? You're, ex <laughs> you're expelled. Get out. Next student. This is a line. Form a line. I guess this is how sex ed works. Mister? Yeah. Yeah, weird kid. I want to learn, I I learn how to be good at this. Well, too bad, because I don't know how to do that. <laughs> well... Can you at least tell I know us how to do it. I don't know how to be good at it. Those are two can different just, skills. Can you just teach us about it? Okay, well, you you take your dinger. Uh, my what? Your dinger. Well, what's that? It It's your your little friend. You mean... Uh, not Steven. Don't pick up you Steven. You Zach? No. You're not. a really short kid here? He's my friend. No, no. Uh, you're Peter. Peter, he's over there. <laughs> God damn it! Hi. God damn it! No, no actual people. People I have take part Peter, oh my. and I put him where? <laughs> you know what? Put him up your ass. I don't think I'd fit. I don't think he'd fit. I. You know what? Give it a go. Oh. Hey, looky, it worked. <laughs> I think I'm stuck. That's fine. <laughs> You'll learn more from in there anyway. He will. I don't know. Whatever. Give us a first lesson, mister. Well, you see, when the dinosaurs walked the earth, there we drew some cave paintings about the boobas and the, the grundles. And what? when you slap a grundle with a booba, you get new kids. Sir, that's not what my biology textbook says. That's fine. They're lying to you. But how do I know Jesus was an alien. From the planet Crotchulon. Sir, aren't, isn't, mister, isn't there supposed to be a separation of church and state? Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm not part of the church. I'm just saying Jesus was a real person, but he wasn't a person. He was an alien from the planet Crotchulon. I don't believe He's you. a historical figure. Is that how you're supposed to say that? I'm pretty sure I've heard it pronounced differently. I have a lisp or something. It really just sounds like you're just saying it wrong. I don't think so. Get out of here. It's not. You know what? You're expelled your too, life. you little shit. <laughs> Go learn botulism or something. I don't know.
Oh, here comes the principal. Oh, uh, hey, children. How's the sex ed going? Hey, Prince. Is that how you shorten principal? I don't know. Mr. Tipple. <laughs> My name is, is your name Prince T. Pole? It sure is. Okay, how's it going, Mr. Are you, are you Tipole? learning them? I got you this projector and Blu-ray copy of this pornography to show all these elementary oh, wow. school that's, children. That's how this should totally work. Okay. I even got an extra one with some elective topics, like you had mentioned. Oh, good, because we got to learn about just the sloppiest fistings in the world. Hey, you're the teacher. They say we can't teach about anything other than being afraid of sex. And this seems like it'll scare the bejesus out of them. Who's also... Did you know that Jesus was an alien from the planet Crotchalot? I did. Wow. Did you see that article too? Sorry, Arcticle too. Yeah, I did see that Arcticle in the Arctic magazine. Wow. We sure are on the same page of that sure magazine. Because that's where the article was. Yeah, that's where you can find all sorts of Arcticles On a page, that's right. On a page, or even more if it's really long. Wow, long Arcticles. Who could imagine? Speaking of long, I got you a... Uh... There's some long things in this movie, if you know what I mean. Are we talking about spaghetti? No. Oh, well, I'm hungry, and class is over now. It's only 10.30. But I, you get brought up spaghetti, and I need it now. I'm going to go have a spaghetti. You brought up spaghetti. I'm going to go get, eat me a spaghetti. All right, I'll watch over the chat. I will have one spaghetto, which is the. So, how long do you have to be here for the court thing? Spaghettos are the singular, the the of the of spaghetti. Spaghetti is a plural. I knew spaghetto is the singular. Anyway, go get your go get your. Would you like a spaghetto, little kid? Why are you looking directly in my eyes? Because I'm asking you if you want a spaghetto. No. Okay, fine. You're lost. God damn, these kids these days not not wanting strangers' spaghettos. Oh, that's Franklin. He's a weirdo. Who are you then? Gerald. All right, Jerry. Look, I've taken a liking to you in the last two seconds, and I got to tell you, you're never going to get laid. Just looking at your body, it's a sad pile of fucking misery. But I work so hard at it. Do I does you know maybe work less at it? Oh, because God, God damn, what even is that? I'm only a second grade. Yeah, I know. Get fucking I don't know, bigger, smaller, a mix. You look like you look like two watermelons fused into one, side by side. Oh, I love I love when our teachers decide to promote healthy body images of our of our students. When your shoulders are taller than your skull, I think you have a problem. Oh, and be sure to teach them about the bim bum bim bum bim bum balumba lumba limba da dimba da dimba dimba. You know that whole medical term. You you should teach them. Fine, I've eaten, finished my spaghetto. I'm ready to teach once more. Kids, I got a lesson for yous. Hooray! Uh, yeah, Can we bo- sit down at our desks now? Uh, no. Why, wh- Why do we have to be in a line? Because you're supposed to, That's how classes work. Okay. That's how classes work at every institution worldwide. 
Anyway, about your lesson. Yeah, so yeah, okay, look. I'm gonna teach you how to do a a schmoozing on your on your on your sweet thing. You get what I'm saying? No. Okay, well let's see. You you take your your gribbles, you know, you grab a hold of your gribbles. And you just jam them right into the bim bum bim 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 bum 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 dum dum. Mister, what's the bim bum bim bum 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 dum dum dum? Well, you said it wrong, but that's okay. It's it's a very complex, scientifical term. It's 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 the uh, the cavities, like your dentist. In my teeth? Well, not those ones. But it's a person cavity. Like a hole? Yeah, that's that's a word they use. Okay. You bim bum bim 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 bum 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 dum dum dum. My doctor's never told me about that. How do I know to ask for for people to look for my bim bum bim bum Well, you see, you just go up to your doctor. This is what I do every single week. I go to my doctor and say, hey. Hey, doctor, can you take a good, sweaty look at my bim bum bim 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 bum 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 dum Do you sing it like that to them? It's not. I wasn't singing. Do you intone it to them like that? Yeah, I say it like that because that's how you say it. I wanted to make sure I didn't misspeak on, like, you ungrateful little rats. Mister, uh, we have to go to our next class. No, I, I don't know if that's true. I don't believe okay. you. Your children. Your children lie. Often. About what? I don't know. Going to the store, the, the parents running away. I don't know. All right. School's over, children. Uh, Go on home. Okay, fine. See you tomorrow. No. no, you won't. The court's over. We now return to the catastrophe section. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> wild buffalo. <laughs> so, after Costa Rica... Then we go flashback 25 years to Greece. Yeah, for some reason. And we see little Michael Morbius being a sad boy in a bed. doing Playing chess by himself because he's a savant. Of course. Because dumb, dumb people can't play chess by themselves. That's illegal. Yeah, I know. I got arrested for it once. Yeah, and I did the arresting because I'm too dumb also. I I wasn't going to say it, but I'm glad you did. Me too. Okay. I'm glad we can so all then, be who we are. Then we meet um, Lucien, who Michael, like a, an asshole, just calls new Milo. And the whole movie, his name is really Lucien, but he, they call him Milo. Hey, guess Everybody what? Your name is Milo. Milo. Okay. My name's not Milo. It is now... There was a Milo before, and now you're the new Milo. So the kid before him died. So he just calls everyone, yeah. and we don't know how many Milos there's been. There's just this weird assumption that everyone who sits in that bed is named Milo, even even if it fucking sure the hell isn't his actual name. Right, so, because uh, they've got this... Because so many kids die. Thing. We get it. Bleak. Someone should just come on stage and just yell, Blake! Ha ha, kids are dying in this movie. Ha ha. That would do so much more work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and then young Morbo. Uh, young said Morbo. The only way for us 
to stay alive is an oil change three times a day. It's like something's missing, like a piece of a puzzle. Ooh, our DNA is bad and not good. Yeah, so they have to get, like, regular blood transfusions, I think, is the... Yeah. Um... Thing. And then there's like a monitor machine that's on Milo or another kid. It's like a, the pump Motron. Yeah. And he uh, takes off the front panel and takes like the part of a ballpoint pen. The spring. That makes, does, yeah, the clicky thing. It's a spring. And a spring. And then it starts working again because he's a savant. He's a genius. Wow. Look and at him go. Harris a distinguished actor who no doubt had to do no less than five days of work on this. Who somehow showed up. wasn't nearly big enough. Uh, he says, it took a team of scientists to build that machine and you fixed it with a ballpoint pen. Well, maybe they should have used a ballpoint pen when building it. Maybe they should have. That probably would have been better. But they didn't. So then, like he and Lucy and her friends and they talk about, man, we sure are going to be friends and then literally after the ballpoint pen thing jared harris says all right i guess i'm sending you off to this private boys school in new york city so you won't be able to build a character friendship with milo aka lucy a child you knew for two seconds and then got and then just you, you left yeah and then he says i'll see you in the summer milo which is totally your name and he's like okay bye i guess that's my name now and he's like, have this character trait adjacent origami that I folded you with this note. And then it blows out the window after he reads it. And these local uh, Greece, Greek kids are like, ha ha, you're all disabled. And then he beats the shit out of one of them with his crutch. Yep. And then we flash forward and to... Dr. Orphan Dad is like, you need to stop beating people up. Meh. And then we flash forward to the Nobel Peace Prize ceremony where yep. we are exposited. All, oh, oh, and before this, Jared Harris says something like, I hope that you get to establish yourself well and quickly or something along those lines. And then literally the flash forward like 25 years and it's Jared Leto as Morbo just um, sitting and there's like a speech being given. It's like he changed it saved more lives than penicillin with his artificial blood. Please welcome Michael Morbius. And then it cuts away to the fourth opening where we see him at the bedside of this young girl who has the same blood disease as he does. Yep. And is sad. One thing that drove me crazy is that he were. Dr. Bancroft, the Martine Bancroft, one of his colleagues who works at the, I don't even know the name of the company he works at the, or the lab. The lab. He says, I can't believe you rejected the Nobel prize. Hell yeah. The Nobel prize. Who does that? Who's who turns down the Nobel prize? I mean, I mean, I mean, is it uh, like uh, copyrighted? Can we, can they say Nobel? Yeah, they can say that. Are you sure? It's not illegal. I mean, in the movie A Beautiful Mind, he gets they paid royalties. <laughs> yeah, they paid royalties. Well, you don't have to be, even though the king of Sweden presents. I it, said you paid royal. royalties. Yeah, I know. Okay, the king of Sweden I get is it. A royal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. You can just be a duke. It's fine. But that's kind of like how in uh, Venom they. 
What is it with these Sony I have not seen Venom. Things? I have seen Venom. And they say, in the trailers, they said uh, symbiote. Oh, yeah. And they changed it to symbiote because people were like, that's not how they say it in the comics. Symbiote. Yeah. Symbiote. So they went symbiote. back and changed it. Symbiote. So, and then we find out in the lab that um, he brought the bats from Costa Rica and put them in a cage, like a glass cage, which is totally illegal because yeah. they're an invasive species that would disrupt the natural ecosystem of their environment. I mean, it's a city, so I mean, it's already pretty disrupted, but even more so, like, vastly illegal. And we learned that they're mixing human and bat DNA. Yeah. Like a good guy would do. You know, like a hero? Yes, and so we we learned that Milo, which is what people are still calling him, and Jared Harris's character are in New York. We don't know when they left the the boys' home, or how long they've been friends for. It's twenty five years. It says twenty five years later. That's, so yeah, that's we know how, we know how long. We don't know anything else. Well, we don't. Yeah, we don't know like how they stay. Like how long? Like how good of friends they've stayed? How long they've been in New York? Man, the uh, good. Okay, good. I'm glad that we we covered it up. I just wrote that I wanted to see earlier drafts of this screenplay because of how many prologues happened before the actual events of the movie started taking yeah. place uninterrupted. There's a fucking lot. So he's like, I want to find a cure for this thing for people like me. Isn't that cool? And he's like, I, am I not here to do this to save my best friend Milo and others like me? And he cares about the little girl, so he he must be a hero. Yeah. Also, that's not how DNA works. Like, uh, you don't just put there's a, a missing of bit. Human DNA. So you got to put this. bat goo in you, and then you're gonna get it. That <laughs> that's gonna fill it in, you know. <laughs> well, Aaron, any genetic research or advancement has to happen in international waters. Did you know that? I do fucking love that. That scene is so good. <laughs> Somewhere in international waters, crimes are being committed. <laughs> yeah, it's not illegal if you bring back the results and it's fine, right? That's how that works. Oh, right. There's no. We don't need to worry about ethics if there's science involved. Yeah, no, not at all. Why would you? There's no crimes in science. When has there ever been crimes in science? Yeah, don't be ridiculous. Uh, and so they go on a boat. Him and Dr. Bancroft, yep. or Martine, he's like, I developed a serum to cure the thing. And so Put they it in on me. A boat, they hire a bunch of private mercenaries to fight off all of those terrorist pirates off the coast of Long Island, yeah, I guess. I d did they hire the mercenaries? I don't know. Yes, they did. What? Mm -hmm. Wait, what? Why? Then why did they bought? Why? What? I thought... It was like a protected investment crime thing. Why would they need well, guys the with guns? I don't know. It makes no sense. Okay, sure. They're there to get eaten by a spooky man. That's what that's what they're there for. It's fine. By a vampire in a in a bootleg like blade video game spin-off yeah. circa 2001. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so he gets injected. Oh, it works, but he cr he craves blood. And then they make with the lead of the mercenaries like really sexist, and he's like, "I don't like women that are doctors, or I just don't like women." 
I don't like women. I'm a bad guy. I'm a worse guy. Isn't it gonna be? Isn't gonna be dope when you kill the shit out of me? Wow, cool. Yeah, wouldn't it be okay if I uh, just got killed? My badness means my life is forfeit. After Morbius Morbo takes the cure, oh, he just becomes all buff and non anemic looking. <laughs> oh, after oh, he yeah. feeds on them. So he murders the entire crew of mercenaries. He's in like this cell, and then there's like uh, this stream of special effects that follows behind him, like this black fog almost. Kind of bl- like a, a blur. Fog machine behind him perpetually. Like a blur. Kind of, yeah. Not necessarily a fog. It looks more like a co- like it like color blurs what he is or what colors he's got on. Yeah, and so he then puts on a morbid face. That he does do that, and then he kills them all, and then he wakes up not remembering anything because they knocked out Doctor Bancroft, and he's like, "Did I do that?" Oh, whoopsie doopsie. <laughs> and then he becomes re-disabled if he doesn't feed on blood. Like, his legs buckle under him, yeah. but he's still buff. And then he goes back to the lab after they jump off the ship or get off the ship somehow, and then the cops come, and they're like, oh, no, golly, what happened here? It looks like there was a Michael Morbin. There was a Morbin. It looks like someone It looks like someone went on a rampage. Looks like someone went on a rampage. I want to go on a rampage. Uh, so Dr. God, Bancroft is in the hospital. Morbius disappears, although they figure out that like him, that he must have been involved or something because of Dr. Bancroft being there and she works for his company. Although I don't know what the company is and they never say and where the funding comes from. Not a whole lot of this makes sense. No, none of it. None of it's explained. And that's, yeah, I don't know. So the cops go in there like, wow, all those sexist guys sure are dead. Somebody kill them? Was it you? Was it you? Did you do a killing? And then Morbius finds, like, there's a a dead nurse. Yeah, the dead nurse scene is fucking stupid. Yeah, he falls asleep visiting Dr. Bancroft, and we see, like, this really the worst lit hospital in the world. Like with all the lights coming out and you see like this pair of teeth just come out of nowhere and go. There's the, the lights are motion activated, but only the one that you're like directly under. So it's basically useless. And then, yeah, some random nurse gets got by, uh, by a vampire and they're like, Oh, she got exsanguinated. I just learned that word today. Wow. Oh, but we have to mention Milo had been told about like, uh, Cause at first after before, like after uh, he jumps up, jumps off the ship and takes Dr. Bancroft to the hospital, he goes to his lab and finds out that he can not drink human blood by drink. Like he can rely on fake blood for every 48 hours or something. And then he has to feed again, but gradually he will need, will develop a tolerance. Yeah. The timing goes down that the, it's effectiveness. Yeah, so Milo comes and visits him, and he's like, Hello, did you get that cure for this crippling disease? And he's like, Oh, sorry, buddy. Can't. Definitely didn't. Definitely can't like, do that. Righto, I guess I'll not right be Righto, guess anymore. I'll fuck off then. I'll just go <laughs> die in my own blood, eh? <laughs> and also, how did he Chipper get in Chipper Chapper and all that. 
I know that he's his best friend. How the fuck does he get in there? He's not a scientist, no. and he doesn't work there. Is, and is it? It looks like it should be. I mean, it's probably not, but it looks like it should be, like a high security joint. Well, and we see some of the security later on, like the cops. Um, aren't able to approach Morbius later until he like is exiting the building in that really conspicuous and too big hoodie that he's wearing on the way out the With building. The duffel bag so on there the back, is security. Yeah. So I don't know. He can. I guess. Yep. I, yeah. Great. I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. Yeah. So fucking. So he gets arrested by the cops, and the cops are like, "Hey." We found your, because we haven't me- actually mentioned it, but he does origami for people for some reason. That's a, char- That's, a character trait. A is character origa- trait. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he does origami and hands it to people, whoever's just nearest, I guess. He just hands it out to people during the movie. But anyway, and the cops are like, we found this origami on the boat, and that means it's you. No one else does origami. It must have been you. You know New York, a famously small city where nobody does origami but one guy. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> so um he gets um he gets arrested and thrown in prison. Well, he 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 manages to almost get away after Tyrese Gibson says, "Oh boy, I'm a big fan Michael Morbius. You sure you're artificial blood sure did save my arm." That's true, but also that is the point where we learn that Morbius can fly, kind of. Yeah, he like can, high fog jump. Well, no, he can float because of his bat bones or something. He, he can repel, sort of. Yeah. Well, he has, like, there's, like, CGI that shows, like, gusts of wind, and he can, like, surf on them. It's dumb. But anyway, he <laughs> gets... Yeah, they never really articulate, ooh, what are your powers? Yeah, that's... Other than, like... The speed, the strength, the reflexes, and the echolocation. Those are the four things that we learn about him. But the flying part just kind of comes out of nowhere. Well, they they show it once, and then he uses it once. And that's fine. Oh, and you can't forget my favorite part of the movie where he's like, the. well, you, I'm not letting you. Okay, damn. Where he says, the bats are like my brother's. (laughs) <sighs> and I wrote, God. man, this is the best Batman movie since Jesus Batman and Robin. Fucking Christ. <laughs> they literally lit so many like visual things from Batman Begins in this. The bats flying around him and him like looking up like, ah, oh, yes, this is where I'm meant to be. The Surrounded by vermin. rodents. <laughs> Surrounded by vermin. Yep, that's right. Vermin. He's like, I found this thing. It's called the coronavirus. Ooh, my favorite. <laughs> So I go ahead. So he uh, he goes to jail and then Milo visits him and he's like, I'm your lawyer. That's how I got in. And he's like, you're no lawyer. You're a criminal. And then he leaves a bag of red blood, which we've learned is makes him go fucking nutsoid. When when uh, when a Morbus, when what what's the plural of a Morbus? More bus, more bus. When a more bussy <laughs> drinks red blood, actual human blood, they fucking like. I'd say Hulk out, but you know, not really. They just go fucking nuts. They go nutso mode, 
and they fucking just start eating peeps and going crazy. So he drinks the red blood like a fucking Sunny D. He squeezes it, squeezes it into his mouth. The way he, <laughs> the way he drinks from fucking IV bags is just it. It's like a kid trying to drown himself in Sunny D. It's fantastic. Um, but anyway, yeah, he does that and then fucking hulks out and just breaks through the wall because fuck it. And then he flies away. That's how he gets out of jail. And that's also where um, Milo reveals, hey, I was the one that drank that nurse. He, 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 hoo hoo. Yeah. Also, like, we haven't, there's not much has happened plot wise. And this is like almost an hour in the jail shit. Yep. How? It's so fucking slow. Well, as we learned from I, Frankenstein, Aaron. Oh, my God. So much can happen when you lock up your protagonist in the first 45 minutes of the movie. Well, he, I mean, to be fair, more Michael Morbius gets out in like two minutes flat. Yeah, that's true. Well, what I don't know. Wait, who says I'm starting to get hungry and you won't like me when I'm hungry? I'm pretty sure that's Morbius, right? I think so. Yeah. And then um, Dr. Bancroft tells him, like, Morbo later, you're not capable of hurting that woman. But we literally saw him, like, murder an entire ship full of mercenaries and forget about it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he is capable of having killed that woman. Oh, absolutely. So, oh, and I have to talk about the the Sony-verse, as I'm calling it, uh, call-outs. So the cops are are on the ship. Yes. They they mention, oh, this is so weird, like that thing that happened in San Francisco, which is the city where Venom takes place. Is it? Why? Yes. And then when Milo is like, hee hee, I'm eviling all around, he says, I'll have one daily bugle, please. Yep. And then he kills the newspaper vendor for some reason. Uh, oh, and then um, when, for some reason, Morbius steals a counterfeiting laboratory which is not what a laboratory is i don't know (laughs) why they call it a laboratory they're like who are you and he's like i'm venom and you can leave the spicy cheetos yeah leave the red lead the fucking flaming hot cheetos bro who the fuck refers to a goddamn fucking lab like a counterfeiting operation as a lab that's not a lab and how would that help him how would that become a lab what the fuck? That scene bugs the shit out of me. He just kind of like retrofits it into making the kill thing. He just makes a spinny thing. He makes one yeah, of those spinny, spinny things. things. Whatever the spinny things are called. He spinnies. It's like a centrifuge. That's basically. <laughs> yeah, basically. This this sure will help me science. Oh, there's. So af- after jail, Morbius echo locates uh Milo on the street. Yeah, he goes Yeah, basically. And then uh they have a dumb subway fight, but it's but but Milo like screams Morbius onto the floor. He just goes ah and then he falls over. <laughs> because, you know, bats or something. But yeah, there's a, there's like a chase in the subway that just looks horrible and there's those weird like half second mega slow-mo frames oh the best is when there's the slow-mo of uh milo running towards morbius <laughs> like hey, i'm gonna get that's, you that's my Before- favorite in the subway yeah it's the fa- fucking best one 
And then he flies like in front of a subway because car. the subway car pushes air so he can ride on that and then he does <laughs> and that's how that works i love how clear and concise the rules to this universe you can, are and you can watch as as milo slowly roars his way towards morbius and then morbius jumps in front of a train <laughs> And then that's somehow how he flies. The sub, the guy driving the subway doesn't care. Nothing. There's no reaction shot of the guy driving the fucking train, which would be funny. Be like, what the fuck is this? You could have got a free cheap laugh, you know, and that would be fun. But no, instead, they're just like, no, this is a serious, heroic moment. They play some fucking bullshit hero sting. And they're like, wow, look at him. He can fly on subway air or something. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't make any fucking sense. I just have to bring up something. So we find out that the twist is that the really half-assed. Well, the twist about the nurse because we think like, oh, it could have been Morbius because he was asleep. He forgot about killing the mercenaries before. We find out that Milo had taken the serum off of Morbius's desk. But when I looked at the desk when I was rewatching this movie, there were so many things on his desk. How did he, he know what to take? He lucked out. Yeah. <laughs> and I wish that he had just taken like something that wasn't it and turned into like something completely different. Yeah. <laughs> like a giant shit goblin or something. Just turned into a wildebeest. <laughs> a will they or won't they beast? Yes, that's right. A will they or won't they beast? Coming to a sitcom near you since forever. Well, like, oh God. and then that, that would subvert like the, cause in all these fucking origin movies, it's always Hulk fights a Hulk. Iron Man fights an Iron Man. Yeah. Morbius fights another Morbius. I'm so sick of it. Superman fights another Superman. Can't you just fight something completely different? No, it's illegal. Yeah, but I just think, like, how did he know? He's not a scientist. How does he know what to take? Like, did he inject everything? What does he do for money? He has clown portraits, Aaron, like the one I sent you. Right, but what does he do for money? I don't know. Masturbates on park benches? I mean... That sounds I'm close, Michael. I'm close, Michael. Ew. <laughs> Gross. And, and I just kept thinking, like, this movie is basically a goofy version of a Universal Monsters movie in execution. <laughs> this is worse than The Mummy. Like, legit. This this movie's... The Tom Cruise Yeah, of mummy? course. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Cruise Mummy. All right. I, I'd have to rewatch that. I don't even really remember that one. It's just boring. It's so bad. <laughs> And that, I was not and I was not bored by this one. At the end, yeah, that's why I'm saying, well, I don't know. The mummy, Tom Cruise becomes a the mummy at the end and then just rides a horse around. Yeah, he, he becomes I'm Hotep. I am Hotep, that's right. I'm black, but I don't care about women. Ew. But black rights. Yeah, you know how Nazis are about white people? I'm that, but for black people. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, that that's cool. I am Hotep. Fucking fucking Hoteps. <laughs> oh, and they're the they're the inexplicable Hoteps are the reason that reverse racism is can be a thing. Hoteps? Yeah. 
They're, oh. they're black supremacists. They literally are Nazis, but for black people. Hmm. Oh, um, pivoting back to Morbo. Yeah, the EMTs just leave supply bags unattended. Oh yeah, yeah, just of... in an alleyway because the main character needed it. So they're responding to a call. Quick, we need that. Ah, oh, shit! I left my bag outside. Ah, oh, how could you remember to follow our training like that? Ah, oh, dang it! <laughs> remember to leave your equipment on the doorstep in case they're allergic to Velcro or something. Yeah, because everyone's a... allergic to Velcro. I don't fucking know. I also just love the scene of Matt Smith dancing shirtless in that swanky hotel bathroom. For, like, no reason? Or apartment bathroom, yeah. It's his apartment. Especially on four speed. It's real good. Yeah, I watched this movie again today. Because we watched it months ago. I watched this today in 22.5 minutes because miscommunication, and I didn't watch it again because it's been long. I watched the whole thing. So did I, but at four times speed. Twice. I mean, I'm wa- it's on right now while we're talking. <laughs> Because I can, I can, I'm just watching just without the sound on. Oh, and I love that after it's like, oh no, Morbius, he's the one behind all the things. Um, the Chiron on a TV news thing just says, Dr. Morbius strikes again. That, that's true. He sure does. And so using the counterfeit thing, he makes a kill serum to kill Milo. And himself. Like, yes, and himself. He's like, I made two. I created this problem and I'm going to. I'm going to fix my way out of it, I guess. I'm going to fuck myself up and him too also. And in addition to the Chiron, it's like the vampire murderer. And also Jared Harris disappears. And then for like, he's like in the beginning of the movie. And then he shows up at the very end to be killed by Milo. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's there for plot reasons and plot reasons only. He's not an actual character. Yeah. And you know what? the character arc of Morbius reminded me of is um, not much Steven Seagal's in uh, the glimmer man. He's like, I'm a man. Of oh peace. yeah, that's right. But yeah, he has not like going to kill. And then the I'm going to kill a hundred people. Yeah. I hope you take plastic. <laughs> I fucking love the glimmer man the movie yeah. rocks. And this is the exact same thing where it's like, I'm never going to drink human blood drinks, human blood. Cool. <laughs> and so, yeah, D- uh, Dr. Bancroft is being held damsel in distresses um damsels in dem dresses oh sure um on a rooftop yeah and morbius tries to not look any more like nandor from what we do in the shadows but can't help it he's got like a, and, a, a black cape with a purple in line i don't know how, what you call them inside of coat is purple yeah outside is black lining or whatever the yeah, sure yeah it. the lining but yeah, so she dies, and then she's like, "Drink me." And then he drinks her, and then and she's like, make "Matt my, Smith make is like, cool, you, you did drank it. Drank the red. Drank the red. Now we can leave." He says, "We can leave." Like, <laughs> where? What do you mean we can leave? That? What is that? Do you, like? Is there like a vampire paradise that you know about that's like fine or something? doesn't make any fucking sense to me well and what i don't understand is this movie is like a major release but in the final sequence both of their outfits look like they're from a discount halloween store i'm into it yeah hell yeah that's the part i like i'm into that <laughs> i like love milo's that wearing ridiculous. a two-piece suit 
to a yeah. fight in the sewer. Yeah, it's awesome. That shit rocks. They're they're well dressed for fucking vampire fight in the sewer that lasts two fucking seconds. It feels like. Oh yeah, so they're they're basically like CGI fighting and repelling at each other like ha punch kick Aha. and then they get get morbius gets kicked into his sewers and he hangs upside down on like power lines or something in there and then he lets out a big old screech that goes down the subway tunnels and then he falls over and milo's like oh no i killed my best friend but nope now there's bats <laughs> i guess so then Morbius gets surrounded by a hurricane of bats and then Hadouken's bats towards Matt Smith as he throws a javelin at Morbius. Yeah, I love the javelin. And then the, <laughs> he stabs him with the kill shit and then that's no, he it. he stabs him with the hemoglobin diffusionizer. Yeah, the kill thing. The one what kill. That That's just two things that I made up about like blood. The hemoglobin diffusionizer. And he's I like, mean, yeah, oh, pretty no. much, yeah. And then, yeah, supposed to- you can't kill me. Uh, I, we're supposed to be friends. And then he's dead as shit. And then that's it. I love. And then he I doesn't fucking kill love. himself because he built two of the hemoglobin diffusionizers. Yeah. And then you literally just see the cops and they're like, we really didn't do much in this movie, did no, we? And then didn't. like out of the sewer flies all the bats. Again, still an invasive I- species coming from Costa Rica. And out flies more. Well, these are just normal the bats. These ones. Oh. These well, ones are just the normal sewer bats. Yeah, I know, but he still has the invasive species bats. Whoa. And... Yeah, but th- those are locked up or something. I fucking love the bat Hadouken. It's so good. <laughs> he Kamehameha's fucking bats. It's awesome. <laughs> and then he says his catchphrase, it's Morbin time. It's uh, Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> he does not, but... And then, yeah, he, he's like, I'm go- I need to make two of these to kill myself, too. Doesn't use it. Flies off, end credits. And then we after we see um, Dr. Bancroft awaken, she's got red eyes because she came back to life and is like a vampire now, I guess. I missed that. But and okay. then there's the post credit sequence where we just see Dr. Morbius driving, eating at a restaurant. Yep. A diner where he's got the timer set to when he needs to take the blood again. And then Dr. Falco or some, I don't know. Dr. Falco. No. I don't know his name. Um, the Vulture. Is it the Volco? Yeah. Because this was supposed to come out before. I'll talk more about that later. It was supposed to come out before the multiverse, Dr. Strange and multiverse of madness and, um, Spider-Man No Way Home when the universes collide. Right. He's like, I'm still getting used to this place, but we should, you know, we should team up Spider-Man and form a team, some sort of sinister six orgy or something. Yeah. We should all fuck each other. I do like the design of Vulture. I think it's kind of cool. I wish that it had been John Malkovich in the originally planned Spider-Man four. That, yeah, that, that would be dope. Anyway, so that's the plot of Morbius. For, we did. Yeah, we yeah, for some reason. <laughs> <sighs> Any final thoughts before we move on? I hate to, this. Uh, I hate this movie. <laughs> it's really not. I good. hate this movie. God, it's bad. <laughs> Cuz okay. It's just th- there's so many things wrong with it. And they're all small things i mean obviously the plot's 
absurd and ridiculous and just a Morbius fighting a Morbius and it just looks goofy as shit and they just can't I don't know it just doesn't work it's just because it was delayed for so long I there's been too many hands on it so you can really tell especially with the editing that like this thing was just fucking duct taped together and thrown at a wall at the end. At the end, they gave up and said, I guess release it. Fine. Whatever. If they uh, honestly, if they had gone with like the first version of the final cut, that probably would have been okay. Not good, but okay. It would have been better than this. It It's really one of those fucking death by committee kind of fucking movies. Not that it was good. Yeah, not that it would have been good in the first place, but my God, did it was it not helped at all? Well, I thought it was a perfect movie. Mm. Ten out of ten would morb again. Yeah, would morb again, Aaron. So, does this movie belong in the catastrophe no. section? No. No, absolutely not. I will. I would vote yes, but no. I guess it's not inducted. No, it's fifty-fifty. Yeah, no, it's hor- It's horrible. I still had fun with it. There was some fun. The problem is there's not enough. It's not bad enough to be fun. There's some fun things, sure, but it's just not, I don't know, it's not enough. Didn't reach right, that well, threshold. Moving on to the, to the next thing. Aaron, this movie has a certain percentage on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, God. What is it? Uh, I'm guessing the critics is like a 28 or something, high 20s. And the user reviews are probably like 80s, 70s or 80s, because, you know, the fucking width of it. <laughs> yep. Cool. All right. Critics, you were pretty close. It's a 16%. Okay. Based on 270 reviews. Critics consensus reads, cursed with uninspired effects, road performances, and a borderline nonsensical story. This dreary mess is a vain attempt to make Morbius happen. Audience score is 71%. Okay. And this movie cost a certain amount of money to make. How much did it cost to make, Aaron? Um I don't know. 80 mil? 120? Yes. Okay. So it's variable. They say officially in this deadline report that I found, it's estimated to have cost between 75 and 83 million dollars to produce. And how much money did it make at at the box office, Aaron? Oh, like nothing. I don't know, like a million, probably less. Um, it made domestically seventy three million seven hundred ninety three thousand and seventy two dollars, and almost ninety internationally for a worldwide box office poll of a hundred and sixty three million and eighty nine dollars. Jesus, sure. So yeah, it brought broke even, and also according to the numbers. It also made almost $9 million in home video sales. Oh. Well, I'm glad I didn't contribute to that. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, some others going over to Metacritic. So before we talk about the the Internet's response to Morbius, because this movie was universally panned, uh, looking at some 10 reviews, um, 
Noob328 wow. wrote, You think it's funny to make fun of Morbius, huh? Laughing at somebody's passion is a joke to you. I'll have you know that the critics don't lie. It's cinema. Even if you don't agree, it's changed film forever. You are mad you don't understand art like I do. Yeah. That's, sure. Badland uh, Shugs wrote, This movie changed my life view. When Morbius fought the Morbies, I cried. Morbius is a great movie, and I honestly think this is Brad Pitt's best movie. When the old guy became unold, I cried so much. Thank you, Morbius, and thank you, Brad Pitt, for playing Morbius so well. Hats off. <sighs> you. Hats off. Yeah. True. Let's see. Here's another one. To be fair, you have to have a very high IQ to understand. Oh, uh, the copy paste. Cool. <laughs> The conflict and character development, misspelled character, is extremely subtle. And without a solid grasp of English dramatic literature, most of the weight of the scenario will go over a typical viewer's head. There's also Michael's nihilistic outlook, which is deftly woven into his characterization. His personal philosophy draws heavily from Narodnaya Volya literature, for instance. The fans understand this stuff. They have the intellectual capacity to truly appreciate the depths of these scenes, to realize that they're not only humorous, they say something deep about life. As a consequence, people who dislike Morbius truly are idiots. Of course, they wouldn't appreciate, for instance, the depths in Morbius's quote, I am Morbius, just kidding, I'm Dr. Michael Morbius at your service which itself is a cryptic reference to Turgenev's Russian epic, Fathers and Sons. I'm smirking right now, just imagining one of those adulpated simpletons scratching their heads in confusion as Jared Leto's genius wit unfolds itself exclusively on the cinematic screens this April 1st. What fools, how I pity them. 10 10 out of 10. Oh, the famous copy pasta. Yep. Wait, is that posted everywhere? So, uh, you don't know about this? I know that people copy, yeah. stuff and paste it everywhere. Uh, yeah, it's a co- it's, it's a copy pasta, um, that people just change to fit the new thing. It was originally from Rick and Morty. I, I, it was an original, originally a review, not a review, but like some guy talking about how good Rick and Morty was, and people just copy it and change the words around a bit. Oh yeah, so that's just that, that. that's a copy pasta. I'm surprised you didn't know. Oh, I did not know that. Well, there you go. But I need to shout out one of my favorite critics, Owen Gleiberman for Variety, uh, gave it 30 out of 100, writing Morbius is a movie in which it's clear that no one ever sent the script back for a rewrite with the instructions. Please add a script, as in add spice, add dialogue, add something so that the movie plays more, plays like more than a barely colored in diagram. Yeah. Okay, so there have been plans to bring Morbius to the big screen since 1998. Oh, why? And there were plans for him to join the Blade franchise back when Wesley Snipes was at the helm of it. I mean, that would make sense. Artisan Entertainment announced a deal with Marvel in May of 2000 to distribute films under Marvel Comics for Morbius the Living Vampire. Previously, he was set to appear in Blade in a cameo appearance and to play a larger part in Blade 2, but it was ultimately cut. 
Then when in 2017, when Sony under Amy Pascal, who left Sony after the Sony hack, um, was like, Hey, we'll do Spider-Man in our own stuff without Spider-Man. Um, it basically got picked up and all that other stuff, but yeah, it's been in development for a very long time, basically. Jeez. And let me tell you a little bit about the director, Daniel Espinoza. He has directed other such films as that actually aren't that terrible. He directed the Denzel and Ryan Reynolds movie safe house from 2012, but I hardly knows house life, which is a sci-fi movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. He directed the Tom Hardy Child 44. So, yeah, this guy knows how to make some coherent movies. But, Aaron, you know, the screenwriters for this movie, I did not know what else they had written. What are there, 800 of them? So much. What? No, there's two of them. Our team. Only? Burke Sharpless, great name, and Matt Sazama both have written other films together as Dracula Untold. Oh. The Last Witch Hunter, Gods of Egypt. Oh. <laughs> Power oh, Rangers no. from 2017. Well, I didn't see that one. They created the um, the adaptation, the recent Netflix adaptation of Lost in Space, Morbius, and the upcoming Sony movie Madam Web about another D-list Spider-Man villain, <sighs> which is currently filming. Okay. So, yeah, this movie's got street cred. Man, Gods of Egypt was bad. <laughs> so bad. Well, that may, I mean, that explains it, eh? Just, uh. Yep, it sure does. This is real bad at their jobs. Yeah, so what's really funny about this, uh, this movie coming out is that the internet basically shit all over it, along with making a whole bunch of memes called, about a sequel that had supposedly been announced called. Uh, Morbius 2, it's Morbin time. Jared Leto posted on Instagram after the movie came out in May of this year in 2022 that there was a script that said that had uh, the working title Morbius 2, it's Morbin time on there. And CNN had to like write, no, there it has not been greenlit. No, it is not happening. <laughs> Sony announced a whole bunch of uh, sequels to like the second Venom movie, but this one like obviously not did not. Second- yeah. It this did not happen. It's kind of like um, when the Revenant came out, and some people were like, "Oh man, that bear rape that, was really hard to yeah, watch." They're like, "There, I love, there is not it a was bear one rape woman. in this movie." It was one review, which is even crazier. It was, it was only one. It was. Oh, that's great. And they're like, "There, there is was, not a rape, a bear rape in this movie." There was just one woman who was like, "Yeah, it's kind of weird that he that Leonardo DiCaprio gets raped by a bear in this movie," and everyone's like, "No, that didn't happen." <laughs> That's not, no, we got, that's not, no. (laughs) So the memes are important because um, the one that I was my favorite, two of them is one that you can look it up. It's there's, Morbius is the highest grossing movie ever. It made more billion dollars and it's the highest grossing movie of all time with like an insert of like a Wikipedia thing of the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah. And the second one is the Seinfeld meme where it's like, but it was supposed to be the summer of George where he ends up going to the hospital, but they replaced the word George and put the word Morbius. Of course. (laughs) Because of how bad it did. But it's all important because in early June, about two months after this movie came out. This was originally supposed to come out in 2020. It was delayed at least four times to 2021. 
late 2021, early 2022, then finally, because, you know, they only delay great movies that much. That's true. Which is why- And it we, busts out of know, containment. They tried to yes. con- they tried to do it again, but it, Morbius wouldn't let him. Nope, sure wouldn't, because he said it's Morbin time. That's true, it was. So in June 20, 2022, Morbius returned to a th- about a thousand theaters after it had been released on uh, video on demand and home video, because they were like, oh, the the memes, people will come out and see it. Upon its re-release, it only made eighty five thousand dollars. <laughs> that seems right. And on its opening day and bombed again, <laughs> only making $300,000 from the re-release weekend, a $289 per theater average. Sony pulled the film entirely from theaters after that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can't meme your way into And there's a been a large movie. number um, on discord. There are servers. There were servers that call themselves Morbheads, and users engaging on uh, Morbin there's a number of channels on Twitch that have been illegally hosting the entire film on repeat. Hell yeah. <laughs> Morbius piracy spread to other platforms, including Twitter, where the entire film was posted in a series of 52 two minute long videos. That's awesome. Pressed into a 30 second long video and the entire script copy and pasted into individual tweets. That's, that's fantastic. Following the financial failure of the re-release in June, a petition was started on change.org to put the film back in theaters with the Again. claim that we were busy that we were weekend. all busy. Every one of us. <laughs> Let me just see how many signed the change.org petition. Ah, uh, there's only 31 and a half thousand people that signed it. That's too bad. I mean, are you really surprised? No, I wish that I just wish that there was more. Yeah. So in addition to that, when the movie came out, uh, director Daniel Espinoza in an interview said, "When I he said, quote, in an uh, interview with Insider said, when I did my first feature, it was a small movie called Babylon Disease. I remember one day going home on the subway and I had a few drinks, so I was a bit drunk. Someone nudged me on the train and said, I have to tell you what's wrong with the second scene in your feature. And I was like, well, okay. The point I'm making is that it's a strange thing to make something that is so public. Look, I have a lot of self-hatred, so I have a lot of criticism on my own work. I'm always trying to focus on being better, but I'm also proud of what I do. There are parts of all my movies that I'm really proud of. So there we have it. He uh, (sighs) has a lot of self-hatred. Okay. And there's also confirmed reports in that same interview that in between takes, um, Le- Jared Leto would pretend to be disabled even in between takes. That's in, crazy like, to me. acting sort of way. He would use crutches and limp his way to the bathroom whenever he had to go. So production had to convince the actor to use a wheelchair to speed up the process. That's fucking Espinosa even crazy. tried to give cover to him, saying, because I think that what Jared thinks, what Jared believes, is that somehow the pain of the those movements even when he was playing normal Michael Morbius, he needed because he's having this pain his whole life. Even though as he's alive and strong, it has to be a difference. Hey man, it's people's process. He added, all of the actors believe in processes and you as director, you support whatever makes it as good as you can be. So yeah, great guy there. Sure. And Matt Smith even set, uh, even made light of, uh, cause there was a fan at Comic-Con this summer that talked about like, Hey, Morbius. And he's, he was saying like, yeah, it was fun while it lasted, but I mean, it's not like we're, you know, 
We're not saving lives. It's just a movie. Get over it. Yeah. And Aaron, I have to tell you this, but there is a more highly detailed oh, Morbius action figure that's coming out. Why? Why do you have to tell me this? And it looks better than the movie version does. Oh, no, well, no shit. So you can go to comicbookmovie.com and look that up. It was announced. Why? Last month. And in addition to the Madam Web movie, Aaron, we're not going to be starved for D-list Spider-Man movies without Spider-Man. Yeah, oh fucking There's boy. There's also a Craven, Craven the Hunter movie. Who the fuck is that? I don't know. I had to look it up when I saw that the announcement. But it's he, got Russell Crowe. Is he set? Aaron Taylor Johnson. Is he is he a coward? Uh, no, it's K R A V E N. Yeah, so he's a coward. Cool. Yes. All right. And sure, man. This great article on the direct where uh, it they reported that Kevin Feige reportedly warned Sony about their Spider-Man universe and basically is like, yeah, I told him not to do that. Isn't it Feig? However you say it. No, I think it's Feige. I'm pretty sure it's Feig. So everyone else says it. Doesn't matter. Uh, well. Who cares? It's not Morbin time anymore. Aaron. That's true. And also, Jared Leto is a cult leader. Please look that up. Yeah, uh, he is. Stop giving him jobs. He's, not a, good He's a scumbag. Fuck that guy. Uh, well, before we move on to our next segment, Aaron, uh, we have to bring a special interview with um, a local business owner that we promised that we would air. We all need entrepreneurs, of course. Mm-hmm. So enter this Pinor. Um, enter Ralph- my Pinor? No, uh, and no. Ralph Gumbleflap, welcome. Hello. My name is Ralph Gumbleflap. Hello, Ralph. Would you like to tell us about your Halloween store that you're opening? Yeah, my name's Ralph Gumbleflap. I'm here from uh, Ralph Gumbleflap's Spooky Gooky Emporiori. I don't see the Spooky Gooky Emporiori. That's listed well, that's, on any of your marketing materials. That's the just... name. Okay, well, how did you decide that you wanted to be a Halloween store salesman? Well, you know, when you when when you go down the street and you see all the Draculas and the Morbiuses and the and the the the, the golems rolling rolling around like roly polies, you gotta. You know, you just gotta you gotta worry about yourself. And when you worry about yourself, you put on a mask. And when you put on a mask, you go to the Halloween store. I I put, why do I need to go to the Halloween store if I have a mask already? Well, you gotta buy a mask, which means you gotta go to the Halloween store. But you said that I just had one already. No, you gotta get one, and that's where I come in. You get you come you come here and you uh you do that. So where are, how many locations do you have open now? Just the one. Uh, it just opened last week, so you're our first press, which is very good for us. Okay. Uh, what sort of Halloween stuff do you sell? Um, we got masks, and uh, we got masks, and we got masks. You just have masks? No, we got some of that. Uh, what what you calls it? It's, uh, you know the fake spiderweb shit. We got that. Fake spiderwebs? Do you have any costumes? Uh, yeah, we have masks. The, but what about like capes? We have and black robes. And do you have more than black robes? Yeah, we got masks. So you're telling me that you are a Halloween store that just has a whole bunch of masks and black robes. Don't forget about the 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 fake cobwebs. Not 
pumpkins or jack-o'-lanterns or no. carving materials or lights. Don't be ridiculous. Skulls or canes or no, 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 no dresses no, no. or candy. No, what? What? What kind of a Halloween store are you running? The best damn Halloween store you ever did here. Okay, how successful are you? Very. We had two customers today. It's 4 p.m. And you open at yep. 9, according to your website? We open at 5. A.m.? Yeah. Why? It's the spooky time. That is not... What and we closed at 4, spooky? so we just we just closed. Okay, but you had two customers. Yep. Yeah, it was a good day. Both uh, of them at 5 in much, the morning. How... How much did they buy? They both just came in and they bought uh, one bag of fake cobwebs. And how much profit does that net you? Oh, 20, 30 cents. Per bag? Yeah, per bag. And how do you afford to keep your business open making 40 to 60 cents a day? Well, we just opened like last month. But you still have to make... Do you have a background in business? No. <laughs> Who are your investors? Oh, we got a guy. Okay, what guy? Well, I can't tell you that. I can't divulge Why? state secrets. It's the state secrets. What, are you funded by the Azerbaijani government or I something? Can't, I can't. I cannot say yes or no to that. <laughs> anyway, come on down to... Ralph Gumbleflap's Halloween store. Yeah. The Spooky Yuki Emporiuki. Give him your uh, sales pitch before we play you out. Do you require one, maybe two, seven masks on your face at one time and also black robes and cobwebs? Then we have a store for you. Located on Main and Circle Street. Yep. Yep. Circle Street. We now return to the catastrophe section. <laughs> oh, stop ejaculating into the Never. podcast audio. Oh, some have likened uh, Morbius. No no no, 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 hold on, what? hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, go ahead. Uh, they can't. Why? Because Morbius is a vampire, not a werewolf. I said, oh. They <laughs> yeah. I see. This is such a stupid joke. <laughs> you got me? I did. I loved that. That was a great joke. That was a good bit. Anyway, it's time for the Poetry Corner. Hello, it's me, the Poetry Man with the Poetry Plan. Hello. Hello. Hi. Well... It looks like it's that time of year again. It's time to roast the chickens. What holiday is this for? It's the roasted chicken dinner holiday. Also known as Bastille Day. Is that what that's for? Bastille Day is classic. Since when? The French took the Bastille. And they cook chickens? Yeah, they roast them. Wow. Yes, Tell wow indeed. Wow, wow, wow. 
Well, the more that you will know is that they... It is also a, pa a time of Greek poetry. Tell me more. Oh, kill you. If you must, if I must, young one. Yes. Well, okay, well, you see, long ago in the Bastille, they locked up all, all the state's poetry. <laughs> and the French revolutionary said, hey, what the fuck? I want some poetry as well. And so there they were, storming the deal in order to get their grubby little hands on the poetry. Long story short, they succeeded. France exists. Wow. Yes. Tell me more. That's it. That's, that's the end. I thought we were going to read poetry. Well, yeah, of course. I can't tell you poetry. Who's who's our guest? Oh, you're right. Yeah, he's just sitting here. Hi. Hello, Mr. Guest. Hi. Yeah, well... Is uh, that Christopher Guest? Yes, it's Christopher Guest. Hi. Well, Chris, Mr. Topher Guest. That's right. It's Chris space Topher Guest. To. Yes, I know. It's Chris Topher Guest. That's right. Well, anyway, I'm here uh, with Mr. Chris Toffergast, and he has written a new book. A new book entitled, it seems that it is entitled, how do you, how do you say this one? Uh, you say it, um, you say it like this. Hmm, ah! yes. Well, he's written that. He's written, ah. Oh, excuse me, sir. Um, Mr. Uh, Guest had a nervous it, breakdown, and I'm going to have to fill in for him. Oh, oh, okay. You're going to read his poetry? Yes. But his book is literally named, it's just a bunch of A's and H's. It's just, ah. Yeah, I mean, that's why the book is called, ah. Oh, oh. Well, it looks like my intern has ran off into the dark. I guess I'll just read a poem. Um, what the, the, the name of this poem is, What Fear Doth Wrought Upon My Wretched Bathroom. <laughs> Trembling. Trembling paper. Quaking. Quaking plunger. Wailing. Wailing toilet. All afraid. Afraid of what? Afraid of me. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Oh, I, I read the book and I just went and I, I was just reading the title when I ran away. I had to go to the use the bathroom. Oh, OK. I thought that was just a thing the book did. What's the name again? Oh, I mean, oh, it's. Ah, oh, it looks like he left. it. <laughs> OK. Well, I guess that's all the time we have for this. 
Christopher Guest's book is available in all major places where you can find books. It's titled Ah Yes. I won't I won't say the title because I have to play us out. The Poetry Corner is a co-production of National Public Radio. And him because he has boatloads of money and other things. We now return to the catastrophe section. Womp. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move into our final segment. What's sure. on your radar, Aaron? What's on your radar? Well, you see, there once was a man from Nantucket, and he tried to put his dick in and fuck it. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going. <laughs> Look, um, there's a new Major Parkinson album coming out soon, and I'm super stoked. I already bought it. It's not out yet, but I'm stoked for that. Uh, I need to watch the new season of BattleBots because they're doing a summer BattleBots now, which is awesome. And I need to watch it, and I'm excited for BattleBots because BattleBots is cool, and I like it. Wow. Is that it? I mean, yeah, pretty much. Uh, all right. Yeah. Um. Oh wait, no. All I've got There's is one uh, more thing. Detroiters. Oh, go ahead. Oh yeah. There is one more other thing, and it's uh, Mars Volta's back, motherfucker. Mars Volta, after like, what is it? It's been like an eight to ten year hiatus. It's been, I don't know. Yeah, they, they, yeah. They they fucked off for, for, they fucked off forever ago, but they're, they're making a new album and it's pretty dope. They've released three singles so far. They're, they're good. I I like what I've heard of them. Their drummer did a project with Zach De La Roca called One Day is a Lion that you should listen to if you haven't. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. I like, I like them a lot. They're neat. Hopefully one day Zach De La Roca's solo album will come out when it was announced six years ago. I'm going to guess that no. Yeah, probably not. Probably um, not. It was the same thing that happened with Dr. Dre's uh, Detox. It eventually just turned into songs from Straight Outta Compton, the soundtrack, like Straight Outta Compton, the soundtrack sort of adjacent thing. What? Like, this isn't a Dr. Dre album that much. All right. Okay. Cool. Sure. And anyway, what's on my radar is um, there's a new Megan the Stallion album that just came out. Um, pretty good. It's called Traumazine. So fans, check it out. Uh, there's a new Danger Mouse and Black Thought album called Cheat Codes that I've been waiting for a while for it to come out. And that one's really good. Um, if you like the Grey album that Danger Mouse released a long time ago, it's kind of similar to that. And uh, it's got a lot of really cool like guest verses on there. There's uh, Detroiters, which Aaron got me into. That's really yeah. cool. I've been going slowly through it <laughs> because I wanted treasure every episode it's so good and lastly uh oh better call Saul. uh the finale is i think it's on tonight actually so gonna watch that and uh the final season of atlanta starts at some point next month so yeah season four of atlanta on fx and fx on hulu so give that a watch cool all right um i guess that's all for uh morbius (laughs) yeah that's pretty much it aaron Tell them what we're going to be doing next time. I don't fucking know. Oh, you do. Do I? Yes. Oh, God damn it. It's, it's suicide. Fuck, fuck the sister kid. Yeah. The, you know, when you're writing a letter, you write dear. Oh yeah. Dear Evan Hansen. Oh God. I don't want to, but okay. No, we're going to. And green's going to be on, but I'm going to hate it. It's going to be so bad. 
I think you'll like it more than you think you will. Okay. We'll see. And cause you get to watch it with somebody else. That's true. Uh, that, that is I'm, true. Yeah. You're lucky. Am I? I paid to go see it in a theater era and that's how much I want to watch it again. Well, and it's on HBO max, so you don't have to pay for it. That's true. Also go watch it. People. If you have HBO max or borrow an account, don't rent it. Don't give them money. Don't give them money. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here on the catastrophe section. We'll see you all next time. Yeah, outro. Shitting on the floor because it's dangerous. Shitting on the floor because Steven's watching. Shitting on the floor because Dad said don't do it. Wait, but then I did. Dad said don't do it. Shitting on the floor because there's a cat there. Shitting on the floor because I do not care. Shitting on the floor. Shitting on the floor. Shitting even more. Why does it have to rhyme? That's it. That's it. That's the end.